This episode is sponsored to you by Leg Up Network, a company here to help for all students find a job during these hard times. So if you're interested, by all means, check it out at legupnetwork.com and be sure to use the code REALTALK. Now, please welcome Sally, Emily, and Reva as we talk about the fashion industry and the issues that are arising. I hope you enjoy. They are broski. When we get spasticated, we chat shit. That's what. That's what I want in this country. Question two: Beyond the current fashion capitals like New York, my Paris, Tokyo, some other big uh, cities, where do you think the new wave of exciting fashion ideas will come from? Or do you think now that we're so united as a world do you think there's not going to be a solid location and rather there's going to be a movement i don't think we're, we're past fashion capitals i'd like to think that as like we become more global we will move past fashion capitals and the kind of elitism that comes with it because obviously paris and milan all of these cities feel very a lot of pride in being fashion capitals of the world so i i unfortunately don't think we've moved past it I think there is definitely room and a movement towards m- more inclusivity when it comes to that. You know, more countries and cities get recognition for what they're doing. Um, but I think we're still going to have fashion capitals. I think it's more the structure of the shows that's going to change. Through Corona, a lot of companies said they're going to abandon seasons. They're not going to come out with all of the shows. Um, I think that'll change, but I think the inherent like importance of being a fashion city potentially won't, at least not anytime reasonably soon. No, I think that also fashion capitals are something that were created in like the 70s and 80s and 90s because there was such hype around um, and like the glamour of supermodels and like TV coming into it and all of that. And now the like the um, technology has come on so much and there's also social media. I think they're going to move more into digital shows and things like that. Cause also like doing four seasons a year is so wasteful. So I'm thinking that they'd probably do more like digital exhibitions and things like that, which are more sustainable and also can't be critiqued quite as much because going to a show, you have so many critics but then they're also going to look at the ethical, they're going to look at the social, they're going to look at all the issues towards your collection. And doing it digitally is going to make it easier because you can control the, like, the narrative of it really easily. No, I was just going to say, like, I agree. I don't like, with both of you. I, I think like, at the moment, I, I think the fashion capitals are going to stay the same. I think people are so invested in them being the fashion capitals and... I just feel I can just see that sticking for quite a long time but I also think like places like so for example Amsterdam like when I visited Amsterdam last year it was it was um like they had so many shops where they were promoting like independent um designers and brands and I thought that was great and I just think I feel like Amsterdam will start coming up as well yeah I think in return in regards of places I only obviously know my two home cities, Amsterdam, yeah, and and Berlin as well. Not as much as Amsterdam. They have a growing fashion 
industry, Amsterdam Fashion Week and Berlin Fashion Week are becoming bigger and and they're they're also young cities and I think that's a key difference in them regards to places like Paris and New York is that it's young and it's a lot of experimental stuff and that's also what you see in like Shanghai I think that'll be a huge place like Shanghai Fashion Week is is really crazy so it's Beijing um, what I kind of I was thinking about this question earlier and I was wondering like I, I'm ready to see more from like South America or from Africa you know you don't really hear about that Asia has really picked up in regards of um, coverage of their fashion weeks Seoul has a huge fashion week incredibly famous for for all their their, their street photos there but I'm ready to to leave that I, I want to see like what happens in South America and stuff I think a lot of fashion capitals are starting to specialize. So like, as you just mentioned, there's like Shanghai, they're very specialized in like innovating tech, like clothing tech. So when it comes to wearable technology and things like that, there are certain capitals that focus on other things. So also in Paris, there's like, it's kind of the base of Chanel and Dior and kind of the, these classic and like certain silhouettes. And then there's like other places that are now more modern and up to date and more 21st century. Can you go a little bit more in depth in that? That was actually what I wanted to touch base when Riva was mentioning. Other places that you mentioned, Riva, and Sally, back up with what you just said, are there actual techniques and styles that vary different from different capitals? Because you mentioned Paris being this, you know, classy, authentic brand versus the technology that you just mentioned uh, back in Asia. Uh, are there other ones in New York, everything like that? Can, can you kind of go in depth with that? I was just going to say, I think with places like New York and Paris, they're still kind of stuck with the whole luxurious, very expensive. Okay. And I think, but then I think places like Amsterdam, Sweden, um, like what Reva was saying, how it's becoming like young, young and emerging, like designers are coming from it. I think that is what, I think that is what like, younger people are now becoming more focused on them like their designers like these new cool um like techniques so I think that's why they're becoming like so trendy yeah I think they're a lot more experimental in that sense you see New York and Paris and Milan they stick to like their classics you know again like mm-hmm. they're luxurious and expensive and like what you see from Seoul Seoul Fashion Week is all about like the mix of street style and couture you know it's it's street style is so embedded in that fashion week and if you look at like pictures of of the place where it's held everybody stands in front of it it's this fantastic architectural building as well um it's it's so different from what you see people wearing at all these other fashion weeks and so i think i don't i can't say much about technique they use but i think there's a distinctive style for all these new capitals it's young and it's experimental and they're doing a lot of weird stuff and they're kind of breaking away from the classicalness of fashion. Yeah, I think what's a shame is that the capitals such as New York and London and Paris, they've got such like a hype behind them and they've got like the luxury and they've got the celebrities coming to the shows that kind of they overcast the um like the more innovative places like Seoul and um, Amsterdam and stuff like that which we're really interested in and re- we really like and are we'll talk about in our work and be inspired by but they're kind of overshadowed by these massive fashion capitals don't get me wrong it's great but we need to like kind of push forward for 
it's either to bring these different styles to these fashion capitals or kind of just be like look like we need to go to these places and show like the more innovative and sustainable ways to work rather than just going for like you know the chanel corset and like chanel tweed suits is it's just like a little bit of a shame that they're like overshadowed by these massive capitals yeah and that kind of you can reflect back to your question before that's another problem is that fashion has been very intertwined with consumerism and a lot of these shows have just been are are big opportunities to parade around celebrities and I think that's a reason why these capitals stay the capitals is because all of these famous people get invited to their shows and they walk all the carpets and all the cameras and all their fans come there and it's so it's become more intertwined with media and exposure rather than innovation and fashion and that's what I feel all these young cities who are building up their fashion weeks and, and their seasons, they don't have that as much. And so it allows more room for like exploring the integrity of fashion. Yeah, I, de- I definitely agree with that. As in, I feel like places like London and New York, they get in the really famous celebs like Kendall Jenner, um, Bella Hadid, people like that. And I think they they're using that because it knows it'll bring in so many people like they have so many fans and I think it like they're using that but it's overshadowing the clothes so they're not people are not like focusing on the clothes and that's probably why as well like these fashion capitals are staying so like high up because they're just even if they're not maybe like not the best clothes you're in that year it doesn't matter because they're using celebs and they know that everyone will love this and it'll be all over Instagram the next day. So then uh, just kind of talk me through, would you guys consider, you guys were talking about the youthful trend that is happening in some of these new capitals. Is that the new movement or is there a new movement that we haven't even talked about yet? I know we mentioned South America and Africa, the the kind of traditional tribal, I'm assuming texture-based clothing. Is that what you guys were mentioning with when it came to African and South American trend? Is that something that is actually happening? Is there anything to look at? I mean, there's a general um, kind of movement when it comes to traditional wear um, okay. that at least that we in my in my course have kind of talked about briefly and kind of how it's always been separate from fashion. However, the definition of fashion is kind of changing. And so there's a lot of places I know in Amsterdam, we got a, we had this lecture from this Amsterdam designer who is mm-hmm. he went all around the Netherlands and went to all of these little towns who still wear their traditional wear in a daily or relatively daily basis. And from there has kind of created collections based off of that, trying to bring traditional wear into fashion. Um, Whether that's in every country, I don't know. I mean, you do see that in certain places and like in, in Tokyo and stuff, a lot of places that have distinct traditional wear that is a movement I can't say much to South Africa uh, to Africa or South America about how much they're including that but I think that's a thing that's happening as a general um, as as technology speeds up and people kind of lose touch with traditional things and traditional clothing there's been a movement to kind of incorporate it back into fashion I just wanted to say it is coming to that point where it is a final remarks I'm just curious to finally end this conversation with your favorite 
capital uh, city and maybe potentially tell me like what's your favorite movement if it's related to the capital city if it's not even related to them we talked about the youthfulness of the trends that are happening now versus the traditional trends I know Riva, you mentioned obviously in Seoul and the unique texture and style there. So just kind of go with your final statement with that. I mean, uh, I, yeah, I really love what Seoul, like I, I've spent a couple, fallen down a few rabbit holes looking at their fashion week and I'd love to go um, because the city itself has such a distinct character, especially when it comes to youth, but also tradition, very traditional culture. Um, and so they, I think they do super cool things. It's a lot, it's a lot more streetwear, a lot more techie. Um, that's super cool. And then I have to rep my own city, you know, like Berlin has this filthy, grungy youth culture and it always has. It's always been a young city that's accepting of everything. And I think that's, you can kind of see that in its fashion. It's not as big as Amsterdam even, or as any of these other fashion weeks, but I think for the nitty gritty and for like whatever you want that's young and weird, I think that's a Berlin definitely thing. I'm definitely like more, cause I'm more interested in designing sportswear, ski wear, mountaineering wear. I'm really interested in um, Switzerland's um, like fashion weeks because I'm like quite, an, my family have brought me up to be quite an avid skier and like into um, mountain sports and things like that. So I really love the idea of um, you going to, you know, Switzerland and the catwalk is like a slope. It's a slope and like they've got all the wearable tech there and they show you how to That's use so it. That's so cool. And like, I re I'm really like, I really want to go, but it's so expensive. And as a student, it's just not affordable. But like, I just love the idea of being like involved in the show itself because you can like ski alongside and watch them do it. And it's just so good. It's so, it just... It's so it's one of those things that I will do when I have enough money, but I don't know when that will be. I don't know. <laughs> that's a really cool thing. I didn't realize that's a thing at all, actually. <laughs> it's a really small thing. It, it's like small independent um like companies. They like big companies that could do not have like the um safety rights to do that. Like right. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. What about you, Olivia? I just like have a search. I think um, one of my favorites at the moment is Stockholm. Just have a search of like new and upcoming brands, such as this brand called Asket, because I think Sweden and like Stockholm are really like taking on sustainability a lot more seriously than maybe brands in the UK or other places. So if you just like have a search at some of their brands and have a look on their website, they do they are like taking sustainability quite like seriously on there. So. Can make content upon content.